0: Strong in Six Process Week is powered by Whale. Whale is a knowledge sharing and training platform designed to help systemize and scale your business. The simple all-in-one system delivers team knowledge when it's needed most. Visit usewhale.io for more information.
1: My name is Brian Gluting, and I'm the CEO and president of Bry Enterprises. And so my question is, how do I get more from my business and not have to deal with as much chaos as I have to do on a day-to-day basis? And what's the best way for me to learn how to solve some of my problems that seem to keep reoccurring?
0: Welcome to the Strong in Six podcast. Are you feeling stuck in your business? Every growing business hits the ceiling at some point. Getting stronger in the six key components of a successful business will help you break through. I am Sue Hawks. I've been running EOS Sessions, being an expert EOS implementer for over a thousand sessions and I care deeply about having entrepreneurs win in life. We just heard from Brian Gluting, the CEO and president of BRY Enterprises. Why are processes key to kicking the chaos out of your business and tackling recurring problems once and for all? Well, when I think of process, I know who I'm going to call. It's Mike Payton, and I've known Payton for quite a while now. And let's just say he's not the most tech savvy person I know. I do need
1: help making the VCR stop blinking 12, but that's that's a story for another time.
0: VCR already told me everything I needed to yeah. no.
1: Well, you never know when you wanna watch the original Top Gun in its <laughs> preferred format.
0: Welcome Chris Lindahl, CEO at Chris Lindahl Real Estate. If you haven't seen the billboards in Minnesota, it might be worth a road trip. You'll see them everywhere. Chris, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've heard and read nothing but great things. So it's nice to at least on screen say hello. Good. Yeah, nice to meet you. So, guys, what do we want to get going with? Do you want me to lob a question out? Yeah,
1: we're talking about process, right? Yep. yep we are fire away.
0: So here's the lobbing question to let you you just run with it. Is um, you know, so you project fun. Enjoy on all of the things I would know about Chris Lindahl. So let's be honest. Uh, would you call yourself a process guy? Yeah. What I call
2: myself a process that's funny. Um, <laughs> I, I, th- th- here's the lobbying question, right? <laughs> the yeah. curveball to start. Yeah. I would actually say yes. I would say the definition of what most people think processes, they think boring, they think accountability. But to get to the point to even create a company, I had to have a process, right? It wasn't that it was documented. I wouldn't say that it was scalable. I wouldn't say that others could understand what was going on in my head, but there was a, a method to what I was doing. And I think that's a, a lot of times when these, when organizations are at the sort of beginning of, you know, trying to figure out what the business looks like when they grow up, you have to have some sort of process. Yeah. yeah, And, and
1: so I'd go even earlier than that, Chris, and I love your answer, but When you and I first met almost 10 years ago, Chris helped me sell my house in East Isles. You were two years, three years into your real estate agent journey, and our first conversation included a lot of really smart discussion around what a seller of a home really needed and how a lot of real estate brokerages and real estate agents weren't really giving the seller of a home what they needed. And so there was already kind of a process. Hey, there's what Chris was doing is observing the way the world was working and looking for ways to improve how things got done in a way that got better results. And that's natural process orientation. And then, then as he grew as an agent and then assembled his own team and then you know, decided he needed to have his own uh, uh, brand and his own brokerage, He kept doing that. And it's exactly what he said, not because he had a process manual and he was rigidly forcing everybody to to follow it, but because he was trying to teach other people to do all the things he knew would help them get great results for their clients. And it just so happened that that was process, but it was sort of subconscious
2: process orientation. You know, that process in your head, I've also seen that that's what gets people stuck. Right. Taking the process from there and getting it to the next level right. is what very few companies, even just speaking in the industries that, that I'm a part of, very few can get there.
0: So let's talk about how Chris defined processes for a minute. It's not boring, it's actually a necessity to begin a business, even if it's hard to define, because it's what allows you to scale to create consistency. As Chris said, it's about getting that problem out of your head and onto paper. So why does this trip people up so often? We've got to start to simplify and really bring this down to the ground. We just went through
2: our agent training, right? Which was the most amazing training that you would ever see anywhere. I mean, world-class but the problem was, is that the agents that were coming in, brand new agents, were so overwhelmed with the amount of information that they couldn't retain anything. And so then simplifying and going, okay, what are the, the most critical functions of the business that they must do well? And then the, the, the training manual and everything we built all comes later. It's not stuff that's not important. And, and so we're constantly asking questions now. Okay, if we only train on this thing, who are we going to have in the organization and what process are we going to put in place? to overcome the other areas where they might not be proficient yet.
1: There's a couple of common things I see is the, the desire that a lot of people have to do process work once and then it's done and you don't ever have to do it again. And that's obviously a myth, right? Like the, the if you're going to run a great business and it's going to continue evolving over time, you got to keep the process cycle going, Right always looking for ways to simplify, automate, streamline, eliminate unnecessary steps, eliminate redundancies and baton drops, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a forever thing. And there is some pendulum stuff that happens in there. It is natural to go too far to the process extreme and then come back and strip away too many of the guardrails and just find your sweet spot over time is a message we try and preach pretty hard.
2: Yeah. I, I was just thinking about, as you were saying that I've got a funny story with Angela, our integrator yesterday. So, you know, you've got the vision side of me and you've got integrator and Angela. And so I, I call her and I go, Hey, I I've identified an area where we need improvement and I'm going to record a video right after I get off the phone with you. And I'm going to deliver it to the entire company. And, <laughs> and I've, and I'm going to have the, I'm going to have the team put together. I'm going to have the team put together the plan. Cause we're already doing most of, we just got to connect the dots to what we're doing here. Uh, and so she's, she's, it's such an advanced level of dealing with me now. She's like, okay, so what do you need me for then? And I said, actually, and, and I went back out, actually, I don't, I was just letting you know. And so like five minutes later in the conversation, she comes back to the comes back to that again. And she's like, okay, how are we actually going to get this? Like, I get that you're going to be able to get this thing started. Like, like, and I was like, I knew you were setting me up for yeah. that. And I went back and yeah. go back and forth. And- <laughs> And so I like your integrator a lot already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's like, it's, you you can see the opportunities, right. And I can, but you know, with the vision side, like I can get these things started and there's a bunch of stuff that I could get going quickly with high quick start, but long-term like, well, how's this going to work and who's going to hold accountable to this, 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 and this. And it's like, Hey, well, let's just focus on one thing at a time. It's like, no, we have to figure out the entire process. And so I thought it was a funny well, little story com, com, as you are saying that.
1: Common visionary thing is the message is the objective, right? <laughs> like, all I need to do is deliver the message, everybody will get the message, and then they'll change their behaviors, and then we won't have to worry about anything, and I'm on to the next
0: message. So I'm sure you're all laughing along with Peyton and Chris about how visionaries assumptions aren't always the key to execution. And this is why integrators are so critical to being able to take this great energy and all the inspiration of the visionary and bring it down to the ground and execute through your organization. It's like visionary Prozac is what an integrator is. Now that's the human component. But then there's the process component that really is the tactical way we help the integrator integrate this system into your business. And that's what makes processes critical for creating accountability, getting your flywheel going, scalability, peace and consistency. So let's listen to Peyton about all of this. Strong in Six Process Week is powered by Playbook Builder. In one powerful platform, Playbook Builder enables you to capture and share your content to onboard, train, and drive adoption. Every winning team has a playbook. Go to playbookbuilder.com to learn more.
1: So, you know, in in Strategic Coach, Dan Sullivan talks yeah. about three kinds of people, the make-it-up people, the make-it-real people, and the make-it-repeatable people. And Chris is the make-it-up person, and Angela is the make-it-real person, and he's got a leadership team now who are the make-it-repeatable people. And the challenge we hair-on-fire visionaries have is, not making so much stuff up that the people who make it real and make it repeatable can never catch up with us.
2: So it's like the visionary perspective versus the integrator perspective. So in a lot of the stuff that we're doing now from a visionary's perspective, I feel like we're like walking, right? I mean, I feel like we are moving so slow, but what's interesting about this is that the integrator will feel like we're moving really fast. Yeah. Like look at all the stuff we're getting done. Like we have made so much progress, you know, the last quarter, the last quarter before that, like, and I'm like, we got to start moving a lot faster. Right. And so, and so, and I recognize moving really fast isn't good either. Right. So, so a little bit of it is just having, having fun with it. Like I realized chaos isn't good for any of it either, but, but it's interesting how the perspective changes. And when, you know, when Angela and I meet every week for our visionary integrator meeting and the things that, that I bring up and she's like, but let me show you all the things that we're working on and that we're doing and what it takes to execute on on getting the process dialed in. And I'm like, yeah, but there's 40 other opportunities that we have right here. And so it's interesting how you, you have different perspectives and then how you have to meet in the middle to get it done.
0: I want to make sure that you heard Chris's point about If you're always getting ready, you're never gonna start. You gotta begin. Processes help you reach your goals and see the results Peyton referenced in the wellness example. So let's now find out how processes help you start to see progress in your business. They're gonna help you simplify, focus on the most important actions you can take, and really work from the end result you want backwards.
1: Those are the choices you have when you're taking two types of people and putting them in important leadership roles is are we going to are we gonna pick? Like there are some problems that are better solved by a high quick start. Don't worry about the details. Let's just jump in and see what we can fix things. And then there are some problems that need to be fixed methodically by somebody who's very execution oriented. And you guys keep getting better and better at figuring that
2: out. I think one of the things when you get, very strong process-orientated leaders, you start getting way too deep on things that really don't drive the business forward or aren't a priority. So, you know, you got team members
1: in every entrepreneurial leadership team who love detail and thoroughness and complexity and and other team members who that stuff drives them crazy. And so there's almost always a debate going on. And the person who loves complexity is, ima- is trying to imagine everything being done consistently well every time. And when we teach that you only have one accounting process, you don't have 11 accounting processes, uh, uh, an invoicing process, a financial reporting process, an AP process, an AR process, a blah, 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 blah process. The poor CFO is sitting there saying, well, how am I going to teach everybody who reports to me how to do all the complexities of their job really well? And what they're missing is, we're just trying to make choices about how much we throw at people that, that will get the basics done well. And Chris said this earlier. And so it's I like to use a personal wellness journey as an example. If you looked in the mirror or stepped on the scale and said, geez, I could use, lose 25 pounds, you could spend three years doing research and figuring out what nutritionists and what nutritional program and what gym and what equipment and what exercise and what personal trainer, all of that and get all of that all mapped out and then start your program to go lose 25 pounds. Or you could document three things. Hey, maybe I'm going to write down or put in an app everything I eat every day. Maybe I should just exercise for 45 minutes, five times a week. And maybe I should step on the scale once a week. And if I follow that three-step process, am I likely to make progress while i'm researching all this other stuff and when i explain that to the lover of complexity and i say i want your team to know the basics by heart to be able to do the basics without thinking about them so over time you can coach and mentor all the detail then they can start to let go of that complexity and that's i think both are important we're not at all saying you don't ever get to the point where Every detail is documented. We're just saying
2: at some point, you've got to start and get the basics done well. I've got a real world example that's happening right now inside our organization that that I, I want to share really quick. So we've spent the last 18 months getting things in order. And arguably, you have to take a few steps back before you take steps forward in terms of top line sales, all of those things. So one of the things that we did for the month of August is said, hey, we're ready now. We have put so much process in place. We've got things dialed in. The month of August, we're gonna do more business than we've done ever before. And so we have everyone in the entire company on board that we are gonna have the biggest sales month that we have ever had. Everyone's behind it. People are incentivized. Everyone is all on board. No one disagrees that we're ready. And so every single day, everything that we're doing in the company is August is going to be the biggest month that Calorie has ever had. And it's because we spent 18 months. But if at some point you just keep getting ready to get ready to get ready, we got to get more dialed in. We got to get more dialed in. You never really take action, right? And so and so it's like, hey, are we just going to keep doing the same thing every month? Then we come in, we go, well, let's make this better. Let's make that better. Let's make this better. And finally, you know, it, when I was talking to Angela, I'm like, we're, we're like ready for this. And it's the same thing that Peyton just shared about, you know, weight loss. And, and there's something you can do now while you're
0: still building and optimizing at the same time. I can't stress this enough. Got to get this out of your head. Communicate it intentionally and really start working on them. Get started today.
1: What you're doing when you're building an entrepreneurial company is you're changing the wheels on a moving train. Yeah. And when you look around for the maintenance team to do that for you, there is no maintenance team. And so you need to be prepared for that part of the journey too. It's gritty, it's raw, it's scary. And there are many days where it isn't any fun and there's nobody you can blame or no politics you can play or no executive washroom to retreat to to get away from that stuff. I just go back to what we talked about earlier is that Chris is a, a very inspired, visionary leader who has fallen in love with the idea of a high-level, simplified approach to process establishment and continuous improvement. And his team is really gelling around that idea. And I think great things can happen when you do that. And great organizations are built when you you know, combine that culture of discipline with a spirit of entrepreneurship, as Jim Collins used to say. So I'm really excited about that.
2: It's like a different set of muscles to work. And it's muscles that most, you know, visionaries are really weak at. And it reminds me a lot of, of process, the amount of, you, you mentioned discipline, the amount of discipline that you have to have to follow through at a high level on process. And it's painful at times, it really is painful. But the more that you work those muscles, the better that you get, the more patient you become. And, and that's where we're at in our organization now.
0: That's awesome. Can I ask you straightforwardly, if you had to say what are the top three to five results of process, like what have you gotten by having great processes? What are the outcomes?
2: The big outcome, I think, and in, in the biggest one that I can think of sales related is doing over two and a half billion dollars in sales in the last 24 months in real estate, right? So at, at, at an average sale price of 300,000, right? Not That's in a- That's awesome. And always asked about the brand and the, the, the marketing. That's always what they ask, but no organization can do this type of volume or units without people in process. There's no possible mm-hmm. way. Right. You, you can't, I mean, you can put all the most amazing marketing in the world, but you can't deliver. And if you don't deliver, you end up with one-star reviews, you end up with a poor you know, consumer experience. And, it, and it's, a, it's sort of a flash in the pan. And so to me, that feels like the biggest one. I think another area where we're still in the, we're still sort of in the, the middle ground of calling this a massive success. And it's the way that we recruit and the way that we're able to take agents that don't have a background in real estate and scale them up quickly, right? And the process that we've developed there has been unbelievable. And there's obviously things that we still have to refine, but I think that those are, those are the top two. And then it starts to get into marketing and branding. The process that we have to get feedback from customers, consumers, people in the markets that we serve and create great marketing strategies. A lot of the ideas that we have came on what other people were saying before we created that campaign or that initiative. Just listening, like, what are they saying in email? What are they saying in text message? What are people saying on social media? What are the comments and, and, and so dialing in that information and then creating marketing and branding initiatives around that, and I think too often, people don't pay attention to what's
0: in front of them. When you heard Chris talk about the ripple effect, That's where you build by doing one. And once you get one going, you start to see the impact and it builds momentum making and carrying through your entire business until you get somewhere in the neighborhood of six to 12 core processes to run your business. They don't always take out all the chaos from your business, but they do help you look to specific actions you can change to manage it more efficiently, more effectively, and they solve problems because often it's how we're doing things and process really changes the how. Now, we're not talking about making giant SOP manuals. We're talking about enough to systemize, not bureaucratize. Thank you to Brian for the great question and to Peyton and Chris for sharing their wisdom with us. Thank you, listener, for taking this on and really hanging in there because this one isn't the sexiest, but it has an incredible impact. You can learn more at EOSWorldwide.com. Keep kicking butt and taking names on your journey to your EOS life. Strong in Six Process Week is powered by Trainual. Trainual helps small business leaders systemize and scale their organizations. Gather onboarding, training, knowledge, and processes all in one easy app. Trainual is not your average training manual. Learn more at trainual.com.